Who are you? I'm Joel. Who are you? I'm Cass. What do you do? Uh, I make websites, but just the back end parts you don't get to see. And I also made a game called Teguin Saga. And now I make a bunch of little games. What do you do? I think about making a lot of little games, and I do cartography. What are we doing today? Well, cartography sounds rad, but today, today we are probably not doing cartography unless we are really determined to work it in, because last time you generated us a prompt. It might have even been in the recording, so those of you in the audience who, who have been binging might know what it is, but I've forgotten. Yes. Cass, what is our prompt? All right, so we will have an hour on the clock to create an entire game, which is the premise of this show, and the prompts are business sim slash rhythm. Entire game on one screen. Not entirely certain what that will mean for a tabletop game. Uh, prehistoric and a theme of search for identity. So we have one hour on the clock starting now. All right, so entire game on one screen. I feel like for a board game, that's easy to adapt. Like maybe there is just one board and the players don't have their own player boards or hands or anything. Just everything is happening just on one central board or are, tableau or whatever. Are there any other meanings of the word screen? Mm, well, I mean, there's Let a screen to, like that uh, that hides something. You find a thesaurus. <laughs> okay. Screen. What does screen mean apart from the obvious? I mean, yeah, it can it can be a thing that you put between things to sort of hide one from the other. Um, there's yeah. silk screening, which I don't know how it works, but I know you use screens to make shirts. Good protection for use in furniture, to hide or protect, to examine and choose. That could be interesting if the entire game has to take, like, yeah across the whole game you get one chance to examine and choose something you got to figure out if the if the person's a spy i think i think there already is a game that's based off that um Blade i mean we do thing love trying our, to figure out whether whether we someone's do love a our social deduction games <laughs> <laughs> um i mean that's fun entire game on one screen is fun if we can make that a an identity thing but and we also have search for identity as a theme. Um, business sim slash rhythm game and prehistoric, however, <laughs> may be oh, more right. difficult. So prehistoric seems like it's just begging for us to do dinosaurs. And I like dinosaurs. So that could be, I, I would like to do a thing with dinosaurs. Although it's possible the search for identity might be to figure out whether you're like a dinosaur or a mammal or a bird, um, which, you know, uh, there are some potential transitions there. <laughs> I could see I. My brain is saying, you're visually. I I'm actually thinking like, you're kind of archaeologists, and I'm I don't know what okay. the mechanics are, but I'm getting a visual of like a sort of fossil. Yeah, the dig site game. is the game board. Yeah, and you have to try and put it together. The rhythm gig could have something to do with timing or like people have to, if we can get people to slap cards, that's always fun. Well, very lazily trying to avoid slapping each other. If you've ever played um, one of those type of card games. Mm. Is there any game that actually includes, so I know theoretically these games are supposed to be playable just from our description. The only thing I can think of to make this a true rhythm game is if you've ever seen, like, Atmosphere and those sort of games where you have a VHS that you have alongside the board, that could be a part of a rhythm game. Okay. A VHS alongside of the board. Like, like that's playing... Like, so have you ever played Atmosphere or those sort of things? So the idea is you have a board game that is an incredibly boring board game. And the twist is you have an hour-long VHS that you start when you start playing, and it acts as not quite a game master, but kind of a, an interrupting force that changes the game up. Okay, okay. I think I've heard of games like this, uh, one or two sci-fi games that do this. Mm, I think there was a Star Trek one at some point. 
So does that mean the next 55 minutes are going to be like us saying random things to throw people's game off and they have to play it along with this? I, that would be fun, but... I, I feel like it would if be... It's a, we'd need more planning. If it's a rhythm game, it's... The trouble is, with a rhythm game, you've got to, like... So, so there's only one way I can think of it, because the trouble is, like, you have to have something to arbitrate if you're keeping to the rhythm or not. And if it's the other players, that's real, like... It's not super precise and real yeah, interpretation, and played, it's going to cause arguments. I've only played one rhythm game, board game, card game thing, and that's The Mind. Yes, I guess that's sort of a rhythm game. I didn't think about um, that till just now, but no, that's totally a rhythm game. <laughs> sort of, yeah. The I could see if it's like a, if it's about keeping rhythm, and it was tied to a a video or, or an audio thing. You could have it establish a rhythm and then like at a certain point it sort of goes quiet and then it suddenly brings the rhythm back and if you're still keeping to the rhythm you get a bonus hmm. but that seems i can't see any way that that wouldn't just be tacked on yeah right? well and and obviously we'd like it to be playable based on what we're talking about too uh without having to make materials um what so, I mean, we, we could obviously cut ourselves some slack or interpret it loosely since these are obviously meant to be video game ideas that this generator gave us. So, but rhythm, um, I, I feel like I don't really like the idea of just being like, well, let's pretend it's about music. That That's not really a gameplay. So rhythm could mean the, it could be dexterity game where you have to, if someone spins something and someone has to try and grab it, um, you got to put your finger on the spinner right when it passes by you. I, I like the, I think the rest is easier. I think the rhythm thing is the most weird. So we've got business sim, game on one screen, prehistoric search for identity. That right there, that's a game of paleontologists trying to sort out a dig site and I guess sell the Ooh. bones. What if it, it only works for business sim and rhythm right now, but if you have, what if it's a team game? It's two teams versus each other. It'd have to be like an eight-person game. And if you've ever played the improv games, where you're like you're all counting up to ten or similar together, I could see something like that, where you maybe you get cards. I'm feeling like a sort of bat, like a pop band creation game, where you're trying to collaboratively create a uh, a song that meets certain criterias and you're all sort of doing not beatboxing but you know that kind of just making noises with your your mouths and your hands but you're not allowed to communicate with the other members of your team so you're trying to basically create a song that meets the criteria as a team without any of you I, I guess breaking the rhythm would be if two people make a noise at the same time or something like that. I like how very weird this is. Um, I don't entirely follow, but now I have the idea of a game where the, the game board is the score. You're like you're trying to compose a song on the game board and you're placing things maybe, but like the only way you can communicate is with the different mouth noises. <laughs> like, what if... So I'm feeling it's like each person maybe takes an instrument or maybe you have you so you have to construct a particular song and maybe you choose like I think in a simple way it's like okay you have the game board um and it sets here is a bunch of different song uh genres and each genre is just here is the uh the instruments that make up the song and each instrument is a particular different mouth noise or thing you have to do. The trick is you, you as a team, without in any way communicating, have to feel your way into one of the genres. <laughs> Maybe each taking a turn to add a new noise, and you've got to maintain that noise. So... Uh, bringing back prehistoric. What if it's a dinosaur band? Okay, you guys, yeah. you you are a dinosaur band. Um, 
and you've got uh i i'm trying to decide how like I don't think it should just be a memory game. I think there should be something on like the board in front of you. But you have different instruments available to you. Each player has a different mm. one. One player could stomp. One player could clap. One player pounds the table. Mm, so I you're like making that. some kind yeah. of rhythm thing. You're placing notes maybe on like different columns for timing. And you have to try and actually play the song properly in sync together. Um, oh, okay. So now you're this is not... so. I also like when you said. Uh, I'll let you finish this sec. Sorry for interrupting. Mm. Uh, no, you, I like when you said this has got to be like an eight-player game. So I'm thinking, well, what if we haven't done a party game yet? Mm, true. So this is a party game, and that makes it fine if it's silly and like inevitable that you'll win. If it's just kind of a team, you're cooperating mm. to make uh, a song. Um, potentially multiple teams trying to make the best mm. one, um, if you have enough people, and each person yeah has one. Uh, thing that one kind of hit they can do in the rhythm game, uh, you know, smack your cheeks like. Uh, it probably doesn't get picked up by the mic at all, but that. Oh, oh no, I absolutely hard. heard that. That came through. That that hollow noise. Uh, but uh, you've got different options there, and so, I do like the idea of not being able to communicate. Like, maybe you can only communicate by like placing a note of your color on your track and like making the noise. You know, like, to propose putting a note there. <laughs> I really like the idea that you've got going of it. Instead of you're adding an instrument, I like that the challenge is you're not adding an instrument. You're making... It, you're effectively constructing, like, a beatbox. Yeah, you are just making. Yeah, you're making the beat more confusing in as part of your thing. I, I'm visualising it as, like, you have a sort of, not sheet music, but your the your side of the board is similar to, um, like a if you've seen uh, constructing a piece of music by combining loops. I'm seeing mm-hmm. something like that. What if um, the board is a circle? It goes around in a loop. It just oh yes. And then you okay? So each maybe the whole party is working on one board. And it's the first team to go all the way around without screwing anything up is the winner. Entire game on one screen. And it's it's a party yeah. game, so honor system is fine. Yeah, absolutely. People and will that means you yell can, at each other if they get it wrong. Yeah, you can keep just... You can either make it harder for yourself, or you can make it harder to screw with the other team that comes up next. Oh, is this a game of horse? Are you familiar with horse? Oh, yes, I am. Yeah, I like that idea. So you're expanding oh. it, making it harder for your opponent's team. And when your team yeah. messes up, then they win the round and you, you start over. Probably quick rounds if pe- if there's enough people or silly enough people. I mean, I'm feeling it's like you get, it continues to go around and just, if it's on an infinite loop, then it's sort of still hoarse. It's just a bit more streamlined that if you manage to go from your position all the way around the board and back to you without ever messing up, or without you messing up, or without anyone else... Um, without anyone else adding something, I... Hmm, I think... Ooh, oh, I think I know what makes it more complicated. All right. When you add a thing the direction around the board reverses. Oh. So when you add a new card that adds a new something to the board, you then have to go in the other direction that it just came from, back around the board. So you're sort of almost doing a kind of ping pong with everyone at every other position in the board to try and get it to go all the way from you to you without anyone successfully making it more complicated cast cast i hate that that's really interesting yeah that, it that sounds very so hard. annoying to play it's fantastic so okay let's let's remember that idea mm. another option also, with reversing I think that has to i think that has to come with like if you screw your own thing up you get knocked out mm. and Here's, your thing you put down goes away maybe um, or in with the business sim, maybe you've spent money or your mm. other team got money or something, or you get money for every yeah. successful loop you do of it. I um, think it has to be like, whatever we do with it, with this kind of party game and the core mechanic is already like, it's not 
complicated, but it's going to require a lot of thinking about. So I think everything else about the game has to be super, super simple. Yeah, well, here's another idea with reversals. Uh, mm-hmm. So one is you can get you get a point or you get a, a, a bone bucks or whatever your dinosaur band wants. Mm. Uh, I We really haven't thought about the business part much or even yeah. search for identity anymore. But I really like this dumb rhythm party game idea. So yeah. you get a point if you make it from the start to the end without obviously messing up. Then you m- must go in reverse. And if you make it back to the beginning, you get a second point. So you run back and forth and get two hmm. points. I'm pretty sure that's how cricket works. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, uh, basically. Um, I'm vi- I'm visualizing this very much like Trivial Pursuit. And I could see something like that of you have a... It, it maps really nicely onto that board. The, the way to prototype this might be just to buy a Trivial Pursuit board and then vandalize <laughs> it terribly. Isn't that um, just... But I could see you moving all around the outside... And you dropping cards or markers or something onto the edge of it. Um, I see like every segment of the outside ring having a different symbol to represent like this is the beat you have to do when it hits it. Um, And you have maybe just a single meeple for each player of a different colour. And you're basically marking what you get to mark one position on the board that affects the beat. And then as you progress, you you know, continue to go up the center line towards the winning spot on the board. So it's a, the scoring system is just a race up, up the pillar. I'm realizing that maybe I don't remember what Trivial Pursuit looks like. So I'm going to Google this. Okay. Oh, it is a round Uh, board. Yeah, it's a round board with a sort of series of ladders going from the outside to the middle point. I'm I'm seeing something like that. For the outside is kind of the play space, and then the inside is just for scoring, effectively. And maybe oh, and maybe that's how you have a sort of catch-up mechanic for the person. So the person who's winning doesn't just win. Is every like your place in the ladder of victory points adds a little modifier onto it to make it more challenge. So the better you're doing, the more challenging your rhythms are got to process that for a second so how how would it get more challenging by doing that uh for example let's say um you have the um the regular rhythm is just a series of one two or three dots um for just uh how many how many beats you have to do or like a is it a stomp or is it a clap or is it something else? Maybe the um, the the first one on the ladder is every third one, every third beat you make is now a double beat. So just, you know, little modifiers that switch up what you do so you have to think more about it and there's more chance for other people to say it no, you you screwed that one up. It goes back. Okay. So those are things that start to accumulate as you succeed? I don't know if they accumulate or you just graduate oh, to okay. more and more difficult ones. Gotcha. Um, I think both would work. And I think that would be more of a, you know, a tweaking balancing thing to see. Maybe, maybe it's a hard mode thing of like easy mode is you just graduate and hard mode is they all stack. Oh. <laughs> if you're so, like, okay, well, most of us don't know what we're doing, but Jim there's a professional drummer, so Jim can play on hard mode. <laughs> and the rest of us will do normal. So here's another thing I don't think I said yet for potential going back and forth. Um, let's say that whether whether it's a circle or just a line, what each team this would actually work if it's a line. Each team plays from left to right from their perspective. You are composing one song. But one team plays it in one direction. The other team has to do it in the other. So what you're placing might actually be kind of an intuitive rhythm for your side, but hard for them. Okay, so I'm guessing you effectively have like three. Actually, I guess you only really need one track and you're just looking at it from opposite sides. Yeah, well, especially if... So we could make it nice, simple of there's a certain number of spaces in the bo- on the board, like maybe 40 or something for 10 measures of four. Um, and each one can have one 
piece in it. Each player has pieces according to what instrument they are. So if I'm the stomper, I have a foot that I stick down or maybe like a paw print if it's, you know, dinosaurs or paw print, whatever, lizard footprint. So I place mine on like uh, this slot. So that means now when we then once I place it, our team has to go through the song doing nothing during the rest, trying to keep in rhythm so that you don't, you know, and then the other team does it in reverse. And if you both accomplish it, okay, each team gets one point. If you, if the place, if you get it and your opponent team doesn't, then you get two points. Um, now, I think multi-track would be more interesting because that would actually require people to stay in rhythm a bit better. Just to, to kind of solidify this a bit. So what we've got is we have a track on the track, every space on the track has uh, represents a beat, and each has, uh, let's say, one to four dots on it, representing how many beats you have, how many of the noise you have to do on that beat. And each player has, from from what I understand, each player has like one of each instrument meeple or whatever to place and on their turn they place it on one of the spaces so the space they're placing on determines how many and the the meeple they put on it determines what what noise you're making is that accurate hmm no but i do like it so uh although now i'm starting to get what you meant by like the multiple dots so that could be interesting in itself um what i was thinking is each person is just one instrument for the entire round until you start a new song so like i drew you know i am i have all the foot pieces because i'm the stomper <gasps> oh so when it, it comes to stomp sorry. i'm doing all the stomps uh, what if it's not each person is one instrument what if each person has one instrument they get to add, but everyone on that team has to do that instrument, and the rhythm element is that your team has to be in sync? And we can simplify the board down by just, instead of doing dots, we could just say the number of, of meeples on this thing is the number of beats you have to do on that spot. So if there's, like, on this beat, if there's, say two dinosaur feet and one dinosaur hand i'm sure there's a way to make them look different <laughs> then it means you have to do two stomps and one clap on this beat and your whole team has to do it in sync which is going to be chaos when when multiple people have to decide without speaking to each other how they're organizing two stomps and a clap <laughs> on one beat <laughs> and i think that's part of the fun of the game yeah, and I feel like we don't even need the can't talk to each other, but it is just kind of an extra layer of like, oh no. Now, here's a here's another thought. We're just really throwing out a lot of thoughts right now in the first half here. Is suppose that we go it's a, it, we go back to it being a loop and there's some kind of real-time component to this. Like when you finish the loop, now it's on the opponent's team and they got to throw down a new a new piece real fast or something. And as the song continues, like hmm. the song just never actually ends. I like that. I think, or maybe think maybe song... while your opponents are playing, you have you have until they finish their their yeah. loop for you to decide where you're putting your team's next piece. That's that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, you on your opponent's turn, you're doing your placements, and the song only ends when someone screws up. And maybe may, it could be a like you go until your opponent fails kind of a game so you get a point not for succeeding but you get a you get to continue up the success ladder when your opponent is the one who fails the song and it's rounds that way i i feel like the rounds are going to be failed quickly enough that it's probably if, viable yeah if you do the real time thing and basically like it's it's a uh, let's say i'm on team alice you're on team bob uh, Team Alice is going first. So what that means is Team Alice has to stay in sync. Um, right now, there's nothing on the board. Team Bob places something on the board while Team Alice is going through it, and they have to do it at that point. Even So if Team Bob places it ahead of where they're at, they got to they gotta do it. First round is very easy. They just like, oh, there yeah. it is, clap. Second, and, oh, then and Team means... Bob has to start. Meanwhile, Team Alice is going to place something, and they might try and wait to the last second and put it to throw them off or something. But then when I, it comes back I, around, they'll have to do it too. We've got a really interesting 
mechanic that's just cropped up with that that I absolutely love as a way to balance the game. One team gets to decide how difficult the song begins for the other team. Their opponents get to set the tempo <laughs> implicitly by how fast they start the song. Oh, is this one also... Well, you could make it... <laughs> this might make it too hard. This is the sort of thing we'd have to try to find out if it works. You cannot ever do it slower than the previous loop. So I you either have to keep pace or you have to get faster force? every time. <laughs> but if you're adding, I if you're adding more... If you're adding more pieces, that might be unnecessary to have two I, things go up. I think that would work well, actually, as um, not as a hard rule, but as one of the ladder steps. So you, on one of the rounds, you have to be faster than the last round. Because I'm sure I could see a lot of games where it's, I think people would really enjoy for pacing reasons to be able to go, okay, we've just had a really fast round, this round, we're it. We are the tempo setting team. Let's just set it nice and slow so we can have a bit of a decompression round because we're all tired from the last one. Now, the thing where it's looping and you're kind of in real time, you're playing while the opponent is adding a note to try and throw you. Um, and each player, I think, on a team gets to take turns adding notes. That that does imply that things go by fairly quickly, it gets hard fast, and you don't really make much of a song. It's really more of just trying to throw people off. The other versions we talked about where it wasn't in real time, uh, where um, maybe like, oh, it's it's Barry's turn. Barry is the, the claw, so Barry puts down, uh, let's say slot seven. Okay, so now in slot seven, Barry has to tap the table with his finger, like a, make a click or whatever, because um, it's the claw. Uh, those ones, you could maybe build a more interesting sound because you're not necessarily having the same time pressure. It's like, okay, we're ready. One, two, three, four, and then you go. But yeah, I'm not sure which is more fun. I think that the going around in a circle continuously while your other and your other team has to try and uh, play something ahead of you uh, that seems more party game-ish and like it wouldn't require, like it really doesn't have much to do with whether you're good at music. <laughs> I think the thing we you've got going already where it's the line for a party game, the only thing I'm thinking is this game requires people to concentrate not only on like what they want to play, they also have to keep really tight track of where in the song the opposing team are because they're going to have to kick off as soon as the other team finishes. So there's a lot of focus already on this game. I think the line setup is probably, from a sort of graphics design side of things, the one you've got the most space. It's It lets you make everything as big as possible so it's as easy to see for a big group of people huddled around a board. Mm. I'm so seeing this almost as, like a music staff. I'm yeah, I'm seeing this as a sort of thing you could play around a table, but it's probably going to be like the board in on the floor in the middle of some chairs or something. So I think it has to be kind of everything needs to be real big and visual. Okay. Yeah, I you know, hmm, I really like the weird idea of the almost a racing game where you are looping around with like a circle and in that i don't think we necessarily even need these level modifiers um maybe each player has one modifier they can throw in at some point when they want to shake things up i uh yeah but, i think that so i think a mechanic that will make that work and will make it sort of readable enough if we assume people are sat around in a circle I know right now, I do really like the idea of your team must be in sync. I think that's very fun. But if you're in a circle and it is you go in around the circle in sequence, each person doing a thing, that at least is way more intuitive to keep the beat. I don't know if it's a more fun game, and I think it makes the board a lot more challenging to work i think it would be better if i think that would more suit some sort of memory game 
Yeah. If in, in which case you don't it. really have a board it's like each person no you you do some kind of sound producing action you slap your chest you stomp mm. your foot whatever and then the next person does something and then you got to kind of do it in sequence remembering what everyone before did i or, mean that's just the the memory game everyone plays in every improv class <laughs> we haven't invented a game there that's just a thing that already oh, is okay well that makes sense uh the other thing if you with with the board though is what you suggested of um, going in sequence, that would kind of invert what's being, what people have. So like in one in one mode that I'm thinking about, each person is a particular instrument and they can place new notes for themselves when it's their turn um, or for the other team and then themselves when it comes back around at whatever time point. Um, the way you talked about is your it's your notes aren't fixed or your, your action isn't fixed and the time point varies. Instead, your time point is fixed and your action could vary because someone says, oh, this time I got I got to stomp at this point. I kind of like the idea of everyone has a part like that. To me, that setup sounds fun where like everyone has a particular part for this round until, you know, until it collapses and giggles, I guess. Like, oh, I am I am the clapper today. Um, and then you're watching out for the points where you got to do it. I think the difficulty is making it you have to have something to keep that the circle going around and unless it's like you can't do that with a spinner or anything you have to have a like a a digital clock or something to run that or a an audio thing with a beat going otherwise it's all going to become oh, metronome. crazy confusing or a metronome yeah and I I mean you could but it feels like it would be better without I yeah. Just to briefly run us into a completely different direction. Okay. Back to the idea of deduction games. <laughs> what if, back into the, just to combine business sim and rhythm, and we can throw some prehistoric stuff onto it, and search for identity, I think, as well. What if it is a hidden role game where you are building something, either a band or a song, with, it's still a team game, you're building it together. Each person secretly has one instrument. But the challenge is when the other person is in their guessing phase, everyone on your team is doing a different, like tapping out a different rhythm or stomping their foot or doing something that is determined by their card. And your the opposing team has to try in some way work out. Maybe they have to close their eyes, or maybe they don't. I don't know. Um, but from whatever noises you're making, they have to try and suss out what you've built. Hmm. Do you think there's any legs in that? Apart from the ones being used to stop. Right. Um. I don't know. Maybe. But I kind of like this idea of like this this competitive rhythm party game. I do. I just I'm struggling to find a way to make it work without just immediately being unplayable. <laughs> I I kind of think we have something pretty simple that works here, and I I think we can we have something that we just need to figure out. All right. Do we have a way to put business sim and search for identity in it? Because so here's I guess here's what I am. Um, what I am proposing. So you've got the board. The all the board is is a circle of slots. We'll say they are stacked too deep. All right. So there's two rings that are just like adjacent to each other um, with the same number of slots in each. Um, one, there's a start that's marked somewhere. Uh, you split into two teams. So, uh, during team one, so we start with one team just places, um, their, one team just places a piece on the board. Um, the other team then has to go around in the circle and then do that. They, or there one of the people there has to do that th i'm not explaining this well okay among among our rules are we've got two teams um each person on a team has one instrument like a clap or a stomp or a slap or whatever 
um, or like you have to say bop, some some kind of some kind of sound you got to make, preferably something very physical because uh, then you're moving around and it's funny. Um, that's your instrument. So you are your team's stomper. Uh, so you pick a starting player on each team and you just kind of get an order. So team A, let's say team A's starting player is a stomper. They place a stomp mark on one of the two tracks in any of the slots. Now team B has to kind of go around the circle. It'll be mostly, mostly silent at first. And then uh, their stomper has to stomp at that point. Meanwhile, uh, then it is team A's turn. Well, team B, their first player, maybe their first player they picked is like the tapper, has to place a tap mark somewhere. Well, team A is now going around the circle and they have to do the rhythm. And so it builds, you get another note of some kind um, each time. And the, the notes that are added will rotate through as you rotate through players. Each So each each round, one instrument will add one note in one place. If you add, if there there can because there's two tracks, you could have a you can have situations where let's say slot six has a stomp and a clap. So the stomper and the clapper both have to do their thing on stop slot six. I think a slight modification to get it the rhythm going and get it established. I think if we break the whole circle down into four segments, so we have a a regular four four beat going have every um basically each team at the beginning places say one uh but two yeah place two anythings somewhere so over the four four you start with four beats somewhere so that you can establish the tempo right from the get-go because i think that's important yeah I think I think yeah, getting rid of the awkward silence at the beginning, where after mm. an arbitrary number of time, everyone tries to clap at the same time, it's probably good. Yeah, and that means you have the. I mean, you could still have the other. If everyone, for some insane reason, decides we are going to do two claps and two stomps all right at the beginning of the four-four beat, it will definitely be awkward. But yeah, I think you know what would work yeah. is, um, the. Uh, we kind of would have to decide about how many players we expect, but basically each player places one note at the beginning of the game. Okay. Um, so to start with, let's say you got eight people, you'll have eight notes, two of each instrument potentially. Um, mm. And but the board might be like sixteen long. Yeah. Uh, and I'm trying to think of a way to do this that doesn't require different size boards for different player counts, but you wouldn't want to have a situation where one player like gets fewer turns than another because they started by placing at the beginning, you know? Yeah, I think the way to do that might be if you, you could just have it be, okay, double up with, you know, the number of, you can have more than one person doing each, doing each thing if needed. I don't think you necessarily need more boards for more people because that would just be... You, more boards would almost be a difficulty setting because it's a longer <laughs> rhythm that's more complex. Mm -hmm. um, and here's another another rule, a rule to go off of your your dots idea earlier. Instead mm. of having like these accelerating difficulty levels or drawing event cards or whatever, right now all we need is the board, which fits really nicely mm -hmm. with the entire game on one screen. You need the board and yeah. yourselves and whatever, whatever you got. Um, you can place a piece on the same spot that it already was. And then you have, then you've changed the timing. Now you have to do eighth notes instead of quarter notes. Now you're having to do two of them. That's fun. A, a thought just, but only if it forced its way yeah. into my brain mm -hmm. as occasionally happens. Okay. Okay. Sometimes they get in there. You got to stop it, but yeah, we'll let this one go. So the whole game on one screen is the goal. Technically, we aren't meeting that because the game is comprised of a board plus a circle of players. Is there some way we can make this like Twister and have a big mat that everyone stands on? Because then it would be on one screen. You got a hopscotch. You just got to like jump to the right spot. That's how you play. 
if you're all standing uh, on this on the book because this doesn't have to be a thing we could produce it just needs to be technically playable <laughs> is is there some way we can make this legit all on one screen by making this twister style hmm uh i mean if you have to specifically if it's a nice big mat or board or something <gasps> oh if, no that's how you do it that's how you make it even cheaper to do you you do it like hopscotch you okay. just do you just chalk it sure. on the ground and then you got to stomp or slap or whatever in the right spot when your time comes mm, yeah okay uh, and would, then your yeah. when your opponent's going you get to chalk up your the other section so this is a street game now yeah i think it's a street game yeah okay uh, so yeah, you got to play this outside on a uh, pavement that you can mark up. Okay. I think we already were in a position where it's like, if you want to play this, you kind of have to be like in a community center or something to have enough right, space for right. this or a I, real big living room. Right. I, so I think, yeah. I think I'm going to call this hardcore mode where you draw your own circles outside and grid them up. And then you have to like step or stomp like on that spot. But I'm okay with having a softcore mode where it's it's the game sort of on one screen. Yes, the players are doing things, but there's only one thing they're looking at, and there's the ring. Um, but if you place, so here's the placement rules. You can place a your piece when it is your turn to place a piece. You can place it on any square that is, or for any for any um, what would it be called? You can place it on any beat because if there's say two tracks, then there's Two, two notes that can happen on that beat. You can place it on any beat that does not yet have your note in either spot, or you can place your note on t like next to another of the same note on that beat, and now you have to divide it that many. So like if there, so normally, let's say we've just got four, um, uh, I'm gonna just smack my fist into my hand to avoid clipping here. So let's just say we've got this thing, like there's just four of those. Um, fist player comes up and decides to double up on the third one. So now there's two fists on the third one. Now it's like that. So you're divvying it up. So you could do you and you could end up doing, you know, eight notes or triplets or something like that. Um, and the only reason I'm saying is, so it's either it's either that you place it on where it already is, or you place it on some on a beat that doesn't have that one at all. Because if you were to place it on like um, if you were to place like on both tracks, have one of the same thing, what is what does that mean exactly? Does that force your opponent team to also mm. do it at the same time? Um, I think we have a bit of difficulty of the the mechanic physically of you have to one team has to be able to modify the board mm. while the other team is doing their thing, but the other team has to still be able to see the board. Oh, <laughs> I, was... I wonder whether oh that that could be a way to do it. So we already have the multi-tiered thing of stacking two circles on each other. What if they alternate? So one circle is the active circle, the other circle is the one that's modifiable, and then it swaps. So you're only planning your own move at first. You're not doing. You're not messing with what the opponent, other teams, trying to do right now. I think the way to do it that you could make it work is I don't know if, how intuitive this would be but I think what you could do is say each team has to do a circle of each so they have to go through the whole set the opposing team gets to modify the second circle that the opponent is going to do um and they only have until that team finishes the first circle before they have to stop Okay. I so, I don't know if that's an elegant way to do it, but I think that's the only practical way to do it. Mm, all right. Without it all becoming messy. So I think that that does kind of make sense. Uh, that would mean then that you're never having two different players on the same team have to do something at the same time. Like one person claps, one person stomps. Yeah. It does mean you're strictly one team at a time thing, which I don't think is... I think you can... I kind of like the idea we had before of each team basically follows on immediately after each other until it all stops. I I like the duel, like the dance off. 
feel yeah. of it, you know? Yeah, so when the loop ends, the next team immediately starts. I definitely yeah. like that. So, it, but I'm not sure that the thing you propose where like you're modifying a different circle than they do, I don't know that necessarily solves the problem of like crowding and not being able to see. I don't think it solves that problem, but I think it solves the at least the smaller problem within that of you you shouldn't really be editing a track that someone is doing the beat on right then. This it gives them a little bit of buffer time. I think I think I'd like to find a different way to solve that because I like the idea of like oh this slot has a clap and a stomp so those two people have to kind of be in sync. Um, otherwise, well, in the w advanced rule. Advanced rule, you can place yours on a spot that's already there, and now you, and now it, that becomes like divided, except with different instruments. <laughs> so like, if you have like a stomp and a slap on the same thing, then you gotta stomp slap at double the speed, you know. Um, but that that's that, that's an advanced rule. So let's say um, we we basically want to say that when you when you are placing a note during your other team's go around of the loop. If you place it after they've passed that point, well, then they don't have to do it. You took too long. If you play, but in order to avoid just, I think it would be too hard if like, if they place it like just in front of you and you have to do it and you get thrown off. Maybe the board is like divided into like quarters. The ring is like divided into like different zones and you can't place it in like the same zone they're in currently. Okay. So you got to give them a little work. bit of leeway. I think it's still going to be very crowded. Mm. I don't know if there's necessarily a fix for that. We've made a game where everyone has to be really paying attention to the board, mm. and also it's very physical. So I that might be unsolvable. <laughs> yeah, that might just are be there part any other of the games that, of the game. Are there any other games that do something similar that we could steal? I don't know. An Probably. Idea like I might, we might literally be reinventing another game. We might. I mean, there's always that danger. But we only have. I think we're down to 15 minutes. Uh, we currently have 14 minutes and 7 seconds left on the clock. All right. I Can think... we use that time to build in a business sim, a search for identity, and a prehistoric thing? Because right now it's just a rhythm game on one screen. Yeah, so let's just say that the restriction of where you can put it is you have to put it... it, it ha you can't put it less than uh, four slots in front of where they're at when you place it. Okay, yeah. Although if you do, then they don't have to play it. Yes. Um, so we've kind of postponed that. Okay. So it's pre. We can theme it prehistoric. Like that's no problem. Pretend yeah. your dinosaurs or or whatever, and just you know stomping see, and slapping. I'm not even seeing it dinosaurs. I'm seeing it being like themed around a like a drum a sure. drum circle, like a Neolithic drum circle. Sure, that would work. That'll work too. Hmm. Um, and then the tokens that you get, depending on which player you are, can just be different. The the tokens you get yeah. indicate what instrument you are. And what you're playing, like you could have a, um, yeah. a hand or a foot or whatever, um, yeah. a bone. Everyone like picks up a pencil or something and wraps it on the table. Mm. Um, parents will yes, love this game because everyone's damaging Fantastic. their parents' tables. Uh, oh, yes. The I really like the pound on the table idea, but I know some mm. uh, would not survive that. Uh, so we got game on one screen, pre prehistoric and rhythm. So business sim and search for identity. Business sim, I don't know if it's cheating to just say like you get. Mm to take a money token of some kind you get to take like a, really flank, a shank of business there <laughs> you're uh this is the the drum circle you guys have killed a mammoth you're competing to see who gets to eat it you get to take a, a token for the shank of meat you get to eat when you your team completes a thing i don't know um uh, so i have a theming thing that might jam everything together to a degree we are um, we are paleontologists who are trying to reconstruct Neolithic music through trial and error via this game mechanic. And we are in... So we're searching for identity and it's prehistoric and we are somehow... Work, like I, The best I can come up with is like we are only one of us will get our research funded and all the funding for some reason is coming from a music mogul and therefore we have to yeah find the best the best prehistoric song to impress them with who gets their name first funding. on the paper 
Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. I, that's the best I've got on that one. If we can come up mm. with something better, great. But So you're, ooh, you grief. are modern people pretending to be archaeologists, pretending to be uh, Neolithic people. Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, archaeomusicologists? Yeah. Um, All right. I think I, I let's go in that direction, but I bet we can do more on that. Is there any mechanic we can use to justify business sim? Hmm. I mean, it's business sim slash rhythm, so we still get half of it. Uh, yeah, I mean, we could, like you say, do the points thing of just points as money. We could also say you have, like, maybe we make all of the... I could see this being great for a party game in the making you hate your friends style of you have all these modifiers stacked up and each modifier based on difficulty gives you a multiplier to the money you earn if you manage to get through it all. I like the idea that you collectively have a stack of money and one per one person can pull money tokens from that stack, effectively bet it on one of the modifiers, and if you manage to complete the modifier as a team, you get like that modifier on the money and if not you lose it might be a bit too like complicated to be able to to math while having this much stuff maybe it's something you like you place them and then if you if you manage to get all the way through however many rounds it is then they get multiplied and you know when the songs are over then you actually rack up the money and work out the multipliers otherwise you just like push it off the table if you lose it yeah uh we could say you're you're um hmm search for identity like you're trying to audition to get in a group um i think we're searching for the identity of like prehistoric music okay yeah we're we, searching we for go back our to identity yeah. there it's, we go it's just about enough to justify i reckon all right, yeah. So the just we're taking care of this in theming. You're trying to search for yeah. the song, unless um, we can do like a, I I could see it being another optional rule of like. I mean, this is mainly because I like the idea of this game coming with cards that just have caveman versions of famous musicians. <laughs> um, and doing like okay, well, if you get this these criteria for a single runaround, then this is a Paul McCartney you know you successfully recreate some bone pun of paul mccartney yeah you mentioned earlier on genres and like that could dictate like oh you have to get if this is metal so the the stomper mm. has to get like has to place his only in doubles i don't know but i think that's unnecessary uh i, I think that's all extra yeah you know that's extra difficulties yeah so search for identity and business um yeah like we're trying to trying to figure out a way to justify that to do this these bits mechanically and not just in theming like you could yeah. be it's i like the idea that this is a prehistoric battle of the bands you could be I angsty like teenagers trying to like understand your identity um i guess yeah hmm. does it count as search for identity if you just want to be named the the winning band <laughs> probably I, not every game is, no yeah. i do like the idea of search for identity as angsty teens mm. doing a a caveman rock band that's very fun yeah um, what if in terms of business sim i know it's not a hundred percent but i think it's close if we're doing some sort of gambling thing maybe you're because a thing about musicians is you often don't have a lot of money um if all of the tokens effectively represent neolithic instruments but they're basically bits of bone and stuff maybe instead of stomping with your foot you're stomping with a, a t-rex foot or something um i could see it as being like as you're composing the song in the fiction you are like bet when you put a token there you're betting your instrument like you're putting your instrument on the line to to win the battle of the bands and I, I don't know exactly how that works, but then you have a sort of currency that's flowing around the table that might work. And also that can shift things of like, okay, well, we we went real stomp heavy 
and lost this turn, so now, unfortunately, the opposing team has gotten all of our stomps, so we're almost out of stomps. Oh, interesting. I don't know how that huh. works, but yeah, it's I, a mechanic. It is a mechanic. I don't think it makes it better, but... Yeah, I think you're right. I don't think that necessarily makes it better, especially given that everyone's like having to play each other's song on yeah. this, uh, the one that you're sort of collaborating on. Um, yeah, so this is basically a game of Rhythm Horse. Uh mm with a prehistoric theme i do think yeah we'll say so it's themed as you are in a prehistoric battle of the bands um business sim like maybe one of you get you get a record deal if you win uh i'm or maybe it's more of a concert deal since this is pre-recording yeah i I like it but it's still theming it is still just theming we're not making the mechanics Mm. of it so what's the trouble is business sim is Mm -hmm inherently slow yeah like we and don't want to make you have fast. to be like thinking about your choices here because that's kind of against the spirit of party games i mean i do kind of like the idea of giving you a situation where it is advantageous to think and plan but no one has time so everyone is constantly making poor decisions right. that's very possible. if we game. do have someone doing something like managing money or bets or uh play throwing out um some kind of modifier that will apply mm. when it's your when it's your team's turn again and you if you do it you get money or whatever that should definitely be a different person than yeah. the one who is currently placing their card maybe whoever was before that i think that also really kind of sucks because it means we're playing this rhythm game and keith you're the banker you don't get to play <laughs> well i mean i just mean like keith went last time so now uh uh liz is next so while liz is deciding where to place her um her claw or uh, or bone or whatever uh keith now is deciding okay what am i gonna what are we gonna try and buy or win next time Mm. maybe you're you're performing at various venues uh and if you don't mess up you get money (laughs) yeah i mean we do have the idea of you get you get points for not messing up uh if we're doing if we're doing various venues I think you have to have some, you know, some conditional for the vet for each different venue. Otherwise, it's still just theming. Yeah. I mean, I could see it being like really freeform things of like, you know, this is a rock concert. So the modifier is at some point on your turn, do a solo. I don't know what that means, but I yeah, I think something along those lines might work. But. Yeah, you know what? I like I like this. So as you go, yeah. you've got a card or whatever in front of you for the special rule. And then um, the other team, well, mm. then and then you've got the card for the neck, the upcoming one that the mm. other team has to look at to know what they're about to have to do. Um, well, one of them is placing everyone else is like, OK, so we got to do this. So like they might say stuff like uh, this man, you know, this is a uh, the this venue likes people likes fast so you got to play faster this one or you got to play mm. slower this one otherwise you have to play the same speed just assume yeah. you have to do try and keep well, the same speed I'm, but I'm it might make you a, speed up or slow game. down or it's a solo so only this one player does theirs this time i think around also the, from a party game perspective the the concert venues mm-hmm. i think that's your opportunity to be silly with it okay. i think yeah it is you know, one person, you get your extra point if one person whistles a melody or, you know, you all have to do it while while spinning around. You know, just stuff that makes it in a in a silly, fun way more complicated. Yeah. And so and I think like it will just uh, apply to everybody, I suppose, like once both teams have done theirs, then the next card becomes active and someone a designated mm. flipper over does the flips over the next one whoever yeah. someone on the team that's th- not going right now and i think the easy way to do that is just say okay these are the venues mm-hmm. you the designated flipper flips over the venue card they're all basically challenges so if someone doesn't win you can just leave it on the table and whatever team succeeds at it first can just take the card put it in their stack and mm. that adds to their points at the end of the whole thing so super lightweight okay yeah so you win the battle of the bands at that venue and you are teenagers trying to be the best neolithic band at all the and places you keep competing with each other 
you're trying to sort of yeah. collect both the, the most, most battle band cards and also the most like wins i guess right okay so you so you either you you can either go for focus i i don't know if there's really strategy to this game you either go for base most basic successes or try to win on most specific successes i guess you have the challenge of being like okay we're about to lose the game because there's only four rounds or whatever and it's round three if we want to win we have to complete three challenges simultaneously mm. which would be very funny yeah well um, okay so last thing we decide because i think we're out of time do you we have 50 seconds do you go until someone messes up or do you just get like points for not messing up or win the thing for not messing up the latter might work better if you have like a bunch of things it feels like there's a lot of opportunity oh. to mess up especially with inexperienced like non-rhythmy players I like the idea of going until you mess up. It feels like more of a party game if both teams mm. are revolving around each other until someone messes up. You're right. That is more party game-ish. And then you then you start a new song. Mm. Yeah. Whoever, and you win the venue if you are yes. the team who didn't yes. mess up. Absolutely. Well, you win the venue if you win the if you do the challenge. Um, if you didn't mess so up while doing the challenge, yeah. Okay, so mm. I think that's the thing is you're rotating around... Within the round, the first person to complete a challenge just gets it, and the round still continues. First team. Yeah. Oh, I think. And I'll, then I'll make when one... the round finishes, the winner of the whole round also gets a point. And that's hmm. time. Okay. So we flimsily justified business sim because you're going to different venues and trying to do the thing they want. Yes. And search for identity because you're uh, angsty Neolithic teens trying to be the better of the two competing local rock bands um, yes. with very literal rocks. I think mm -hmm. we definitely got entire game on one screen, especially if you do the hardcore uh, street mode. Yes. Um, and then prehistoric is, yeah, we just themed it that way. Um, mm. And like the different instruments you do, like because you're not using real instruments, you're just you're stomping or clapping or whatever. I think I think we've made a fun party game that very very flimsily technically meets all of the points. I think so. I award us all the points. Yes, I concur. <laughs> I I think we we win all a 5 out of 5, but that 5 out of 5 is printed on really flimsy paper and if you lean on it it's all going to break. There we go. Okay. Uh so as we have gotten to the end of that um, and as always, we're magnificently successful. Um, mm -hmm. What mm -hmm. would we do, if anything, to expand the game? Uh, I think more interesting, like like rhythm. Thing. I mean, well, more venues, of course. Um, yeah. More, more kind of creative instruments would be obvious things that wouldn't make the game necessarily more complicated. If you tried to make it more complicated, I think it would stop being a party game and start being more of an actual like. Yeah. strategic kind of game which changes the mood and what it's good for um, but you could this... do like more tracks um, mm. or allow people yeah. two different instruments to place on the same one so they have to split the rhythm with each other mm -hmm. I think you also th this feels like it's distinctly for three groups it is for children improv groups and drunk people I mean maybe uh... is there a way I think the the obvious expansion is, is there a way to make this more fun for drunk people? I'm thinking the addition of... I, I'm feeling the addition of wigs somehow would enhance the game. Yeah, you got it. That's one of the things you got to... What are they, all mm. the wigs for? Well, that's in case we get the wig venue where everyone yes. has to wear a wig. I mean, I definitely feel like you can get some real dumb venue ideas of... Like, you know, you everyone must... <laughs> everyone, in order to win this venue... Um, you all have to change coats with everyone on your team. <laughs> or uh, one of you needs to leave the building and come back before the song ends. That's right. That'll be very easy in some places, very hard in others. Yes. I, I think there's a lot of real, real dumb... Th I guess expansion with this one really does just come down to venues. Yeah, I think venues and instruments. Um, mm. Yeah, you could make it harder with like more tracks... Um, but, uh, yeah, I, 
I don't know that you need to expand a whole lot. Yeah, it's just like kind of a goofy rhythm game. I think this hmm. is the sort of thing that I was gonna say like college students might just play when they're hanging out, but then you said drunk people, and that's probably gonna overlap a lot. Oh yeah. Uh, but <laughs> I think this is one of those games that's just difficult enough that it is a solid challenge when you're slightly drunk. Mm. That could that could be. I think I think that is a very uh, a very respectable position for a game to to live in. <laughs> yeah, I don't really have a lot of thoughts on expanding this one. I think this sounds fun. It might I think like the things that one would tweak by trying it would be all right, how many spaces um mm. do you actually want? Is oh. two tracks enough or do you need more? Is two tracks already too much? I think the proper challenging expansion like an actual expansion pack okay. uh, aimed at musicians <laughs> and students who think they can do music you have to use um, your actual instruments oh no i mean that would be fun but i'm thinking you have different boards that run in different time signatures <laughs> i'm uh, here it's a jazz five four rhythm <laughs> have oh, a go at yeah, that there we go Uh, Even just by dividing them visually, like by colors or Mm. something, that'll get your brain looking at them in those sets, and that'll be interesting. Be weird. Uh, Okay. Well, uh, thank everyone for listening. Um, Joel, where can people find your stuff? Uh, People can find my current stuff at tegwinsaga.com, T-E-G-W-Y-N saga. Uh, Where can people find your stuff, Cass? People can find my stuff at cassmary.com. And people can find this podcast presently on Spotify uh, and soon in many other places, possibly even by the time you're listening to this. Thank you all very much for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. There we go.